We need somebody else in the White House and somebody who would maybe consider, I don't know, firing the floral staff or at least not rehiring them for his administration. I think one of those guys might actually be Ted. We should ask him about this. Ted, what do you, how do you feel about the floral staff at the White House? Uh, Ted Cruz uh, has been going through the uh, refiner's fire the last few days since he announced his candidacy for president. And even on Fox, he's getting grilled. Here was uh, Megyn Kelly. Uh, with Ted Cruz yesterday. I've got to say there are marked differences between my background and Barack Obama's. We're both first-term senators. Both went to Harvard. Uh, we both went to Harvard, but there are marked differences. In his time in the Senate, he was basically a backbencher. He did not lead on any issues of real significance. In my time in the Senate, there are a lot of faults I have, but nobody would accuse me of being a backbencher. What I've tried to do is lead on the great challenges of the, the day, whether it's stopping Obamacare or stopping the out-of-control debt or stopping executive amnesty or defending our constitutional rights or standing with Israel or stopping Iran from getting nuclear weapons. But secondly, Megan, unlike Barack Obama before the Senate, I wasn't a community organizer. <laughs> I spent five and a half years as the Solicitor General of Texas, the chief lawyer for the state, leading the state in, in appeals before the U.S. Supreme Court, leading every appeal for a 4,000-person agency, over 700 lawyers. And over and over again, we led and won national conservative fights, defending the Ten Commandments and winning, defending the Pledge of Allegiance and winning, defending the Second Amendment and winning. Okay. Nine uh, times in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Nine times. Hey, the guy's gonna, he's done a lot. He's, he's, he has accomplishments. And that's apparently what she didn't realize, or at least she asked him about it. Uh, here's Megan asking him about what he's really accomplished. This is what some of your critics point to. They say, yes, you've led the fight on certain issues, but what have you actually accomplished? What we've accomplished over and over again, in many instances, is stopping bad things from happening. Remember the beginning of the second term of Obama? We had the horrible shooting in Sandy Hook. And, and President Obama didn't come out and say, let's go target violent criminals, which is what he should have, should have done and how we could have brought together bipartisan agreement. Instead, he used it as an excuse to go after law-abiding citizens. And much of Washington was consigned, we can't stop this, the train is moving, getting, get on board. I did everything I could to energize and mobilize the grassroots, to stand up and protect the Second Amendment. And every single proposal of Barack Obama to undermine the Second Amendment was voted down on the Senate floor. But how do you, you know, when, you, when you're the leader, when you're the mm -hmm. president, you have to bring coalitions together mm -hmm. to get things through. You can't just be a, a, you know, somebody who stops things. You actually have to get, get, be somebody who gets things through. Well, you've got to do both. You know, it's interesting. In the last two years, virtually nothing passed the Senate. Harry Reid and the Democrats basically shut the Senate down. But as a freshman senator, I had more legislation pass the Senate than all but a handful of Republicans. Mm. I love this guy. I mean, he's he's up to the challenge. Megan's really smart, and it, it, she she doesn't give Republicans a, a pass. In fact, it, Fox News in general seems to be against Ted Cruz's candidacy. They just have that feel that they don't want him. I, I don't know who they want. I suspect Jeb Bush, um, but I don't think it's Ted Cruz. Now, Megan, I, I don't know. I don't know who she wants. She's pretty, she's pretty, uh, she's equally tough, it seems, whether it's a Republican or Democrat. Yeah, and she said there, I mean, she even said, this is what your critics are saying, and that is what they're saying. Uh, yeah, you know, they do say that. And, and, it, and again, I feel like this is a good process for Ted Cruz. He's sitting here it basically is. by himself, mm -hmm. taking every arrow as the only candidate in the field right now, and, and this, is a, this is a good test. I think he's so far 
doing really well with it. Yeah, I do too. You know, he knows. I, he, he's obviously because I asked him this question as well. Um, uh, the the first clip uh, when he was on the interview the other day, it's like people are going to say, you know, you've only been on for mm-hmm. for three uh, for three years in the Senate. You know, people are going to question your experience, your accomplishments. And he answered it almost the exact same way that he answered it with us. And that indicates to me, at least, that he's prepared. Uh, you know, Ted knows what questions are going to be asked of mm-hmm. him, and he's prepared to answer them uh, uh, in, in in these uh, sort of. Uh, you know, in situations where he's taking fire politically. And, you know, obviously this particular situation is, is a little bit maybe more friendly than he's going to face. But he faced really tough questions at uh, CBS, um, CNN. CNN, I hope we play that today because that is one of the dumbest clips. I don't know if it's in here or not. We'll have to see if we can find it. But um, one of the dumbest clips with Dana Bash that I've literally ever heard in my life. It's as if she has no idea what she's talking about. Uh, and this seems to happen so often. You know, there's never a time where these guys make mistakes and have no knowledge about an issue that favors a Republican. It's never a mistake they make where they don't know the law and it favors Ted Cruz. But they constantly make mistakes when it winds up hurting one of these guys, when it comes up with, you know, making them look bad on television. And man, did they edit the hell out of that interview. I would love to see the unedited version of that. We, you know, the, the version, if you've seen this thing where uh, Dana Bash says, well, I, I would like to know, uh, are you going on Obamacare now? Is that what's happening? And he says, well, that's what the law says. Basically, if I'm going to get employer health sh- insurance, it has to be Obamacare. That's what the law says. <gasps> you're against Obamacare and you're getting Obamacare? And then, like, they just keep rejoining Ted Cruz in, like, mid-word. Like, they've cut out all sorts of stuff. Then they go back to her, and she's kind of just said something that you can't tell what it is. It was really, at least the clip I heard, saw, which was on CNN, uh, their own website. Mm. I, I don't, maybe they re-edited it for web use? I don't, I don't know. But it was really sloppy and obviously edited. And, you know, the questions are ridiculous. He's following the law. Yeah, he's he has following to, the law. He has to join Obamacare now because his wife, who worked at Goldman, Goldman Sachs, uh, they were both on, his, on hers. The family was on her health care insurance. She's leaving now to mm-hmm. join him on the campaign, and she's taking an unpaid leave. And so now they need, in, they need insurance yeah. because he's a U.S. senator, and there's a law about Obamacare. They have to get the same thing the American people have to get. So he has to join Obamacare now. Yes! Yes! I have to! So what are you supposed to do, break the law? It's, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I suppose she could get uh, non-affiliated health care insurance, right? They could go independent and not join an employer program. But that's really expensive. Well, it's also, well, I mean, where would they go, though? They'd have to go, I mean, they're going to probably have to go to the exchange anyway. I mean, this is their health, their employer. Part of his compensation package is health insurance. That's part of what he gets paid for mm-hmm. the job that he does. Mm-hmm. So what he would be doing is saying, no, I don't want my pay. Well, uh, he's against government spending, too. Should he not take any money? I, 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 you know, I, it's go- he works for the government. Everything that he does, he goes into a government building. His transportation is paid for by the government. It, it, he's a senator. Right. <laughs> it's, right. It's, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous attack. And, of course, by the way, she knows that. Yeah. She, of course, is completely aware that it's a ridiculous attack. She's trying to make a little news for herself and catch him so she can ruin this guy. And, you know, it didn't work, obviously, yesterday. 
Uh, CBS took a crack at him, too. Oh, uh, you mean you'd take the health care away from 16 million people? First of all, it's not 16 million. We all know. It's nowhere near 16 million people. But here's the CBS interview. You say that if you're elected, you would repeal the Affordable Care Act. But since it's passed, 16 million people have become insured. So would would you take that away from them? Well, you know, those numbers don't tell the whole picture. For one thing, the bulk of those numbers are coming from expanded Medicaid. And Medicaid is a program where a lot of the people on Medicaid are not getting health care. Medicaid is a system that is already overburdened. And more and more people are just getting waiting lists and not actually getting health (laughs) care. Beyond that, remember, six million people had their health insurance canceled because of Obamacare. You're not doing someone a favor if you cancel the health insurance they like and then force them to buy new health insurance at higher premiums that covers less. And and I can tell you, people are are, are frustrated. You know, five years ago, maybe good faith, reasonable minds could have differed on whether Obamacare might have worked. At this point, it is the single largest job killer in this country. I like how they just flash up this stat that they yeah. don't ask him about. Yeah. <laughs> this is that CBS's news cover. By the way, he completely hits that answer out of the park. Completely dominates. The guy has no idea. He has no idea of the breakdown of these numbers. He doesn't understand the intricacies of it. Nope. Ted calmly breaks down each facet of it and destroys the argument. And then to just get it in, CBS News, without showing it to him, just flashes on the screen. Uninsured rate is dropping by 35%. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just really laughable. Uh, it's really bad. It's really laughable. Uh, and I love the blank look on his face because he thought he had him. Yeah. You're going to take away the insurance of 16 million people? And he had no idea. Well, most of those are Medicare, uh, Medicaid. Medicaid yeah. Most of them are Medicaid anyway. But you didn't know, uh, He had no idea. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I thought it was Jeffy for a second. 